the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. Are we going to buy a baby donkey today? I don't know. Is there, I mean, if my baby finds (laughs) one that she likes, then yeah. The reason for that is because we have a neighbor who has a, um, a rescue. And I hadn't gone down there to see everything that she has since they moved in. And I, I asked if we could last week, and she said yes. And we go there, and there is the cutest little donkey. His name is Pete. Yeah, I think so. And she was talking about how great he is in terms of protecting all the horses, and it, she has all kinds of animals. And so she doesn't even keep him in a stall or anything. She just lets him roam around. Mm-hmm. And she said it's great because he keeps away the coyotes and um, bobcats, mountain lions, like all the other things. And I'm like, how awesome would that be for us to get a donkey? And I'll name him Warden. <laughs> or her, I don't care. I'll name the donkey Warden. So we'll see. If we don't go, maybe we could just do the online auction thing. Yeah. There's, and there's a lot of them out there. So one thing, fun fact with donkeys, typically they like rolling in pairs. You, they are, That would be a no. But no, but, and, and it's actually very emotionally straining if they have... If they're connected with a different donkey, like to separate them, like they could die if you don't keep them together. Okay, so I find a single unmarried a s- donkey. Unmarried donkey. Okay, got it. <laughs> we are not talking about donkeys today, though. We're actually talking about lobsters, believe it or not. <laughs> and I've titled this episode Shedding Shells, Lobsters, Personal Growth, and the Cycle of Discomfort and Reward. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I wish I knew who I could give credit to today's discussion about. Um, I have no idea where. I consume so much content, I have no idea where this came from. But I was listening to this gentleman talk about how lobsters relate to personal growth directly. And I'm like, wait a second, lobsters? <laughs> and he says, do you know how a lobster get it, gets its new shell? And I'm like, no, sir, in my mind. I had no idea that lobsters even get a new shell. I thought the lobster shell grows with the lobster. But it's not the case. He says a lobster is very, very small, and they go throughout their life. They have different experiences as they become bigger lobsters, and they start to grow their body so tightly inside of that teeny, teeny, tiny shell that eventually when they have succeeded, when they have reached a certain point in their growth, they will lose that shell and get another one. And he says this cycle continues and continues and continues throughout their life. And that giant lobster shell that people crack into before they eat the lobster, that's not the shell. Um, there, there have been several shells before that one. And he says this is so indicative of our behavior within our own lives. He says when we allow ourselves to get out of our comfort zones, when we allow ourselves to do the things that we said we were going to do and then finally we do them, When we get uncomfortable and we go through that growth cycle, there might be times where we tell ourselves, nope, I want to turn back. This is too hard. Clint, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second because when we first got married, I remember a few months, maybe a couple, maybe two months into the police academy, there was that moment for you where you wanted to turn back and you said, this is too, it's too stressful. It's too hard. All the things, it sucks. 
And it was in the middle of the summer. That made it suck even more. And we had a long conversation. That was probably one of the first um, sort of therapeutic conversations between you and I in our marriage. And I wouldn't let you, right? I think the discussion was something along the lines of you, you're going to follow this all the way through. I'm going to do everything that I can to support you, help shine your boots, help with all the things that I can to make this easier for you. And if you get to the end and you still want to turn back, then you can. But it was a moment where I felt that I needed to support you as your wife to push you through this because in all honesty, it was as though that was the foundation for our marriage and I didn't want you to quit. You know, and, and and if it wasn't for you, like I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And it's it, like I, I say that wholeheartedly because that conversation started that that push forward for me. And 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 that was just that first conversation over the years when things get hard and it's something that that, you know, things get hard. You don't want to push through. It's it's easier to quit and to go back to what you do or what you know but if it wasn't for you in that conversation and then every conversation subsequently afterwards I wouldn't be where I'm at today and I I can't say that enough and and that's where it's finding those outlets and and knowing how to grow personally and and if you do it by yourself, it's always hard. But if you have a partner, if you have a best friend, you have a wife who supports you. And Ashley's all of those for me. And it's it makes a world of a difference on being able to power through the, the whole hardness of life. And it, it's not just a police academy. It's just it goes with anything, anything and everything that we experience in life. Times get hard. It's easier just to shut yourself out and lock yourself away and, and go back to where you've always been in your comfort zone. But you're never going to expand. You're never going to be that lobster if that's what you do. You can't see the tears in my eyes, but thank you for that, Clint. No, thank you. And... The, the more and more that I have the opportunity to have such intimate conversations with people, the more that I have the understanding that not everybody had what I had and had what I have while being a child. And we all need to have that cheerleader in our lives. We all need to have that accountability partner in our lives. And a majority of the time, it will not be your spouse. The majority of the time, you need to seek that out externally. And that could be professionally, and it, it could also be a friend. It could be a mentor. And what I mean by that is there are a lot of people who weren't raised in a household to where you were forced to do the sucky things. I just had this conversation with um, I, w- I was at a training, and I was in a shuttle with all these men, and I sat in the front seat, and they're giving me grief for that, but I, I told the driver, like, I'm going to sit up front because I don't want to get cooties from any of those guys in the back. And then I, I can hear them back there, like, did, did, you, call, did you call a shotgun? Because if you didn't call a shotgun, you need to come sit back here and all this stuff. And there was one guy, I was just, like, riffing back and forth with him. And mind you, I'm like facing forward so I don't get sick while we're driving on the freeway. And I don't even remember what he said. But I, I, I fired back with something like completely vulgar that he didn't expect. But that's my personality. So it's what you get. And it was like, 
don't don't try that shit with me, fucker. Like I've spent the the last 36 years defending myself, having five brothers and a very overprotective dad, just in fun, right? And it's true. When I was younger, ever since I can remember, I was forced to do a lot of those very uncomfortable things. And what I mean by that is, you know, taking the tools and material out of my dad's work truck, stacking wood in the backyard, shoveling dirt, shoveling gravel, like the grit, right? The, the things that built my endurance, I believe. And then I had a lot of those powerful conversations with my father about the things that I, the things that would b- later build my character, things like not giving up, things about being confident, always standing up for myself. And my dad would force me to do things like there was one time we went out to dinner and they had a little, a dance pad. I can remember this. I was probably six years old and I'm guessing it was a Mexican restaurant because my folks always liked eating out at Mexican restaurants and the music came on. It was a live band and my dad forced me, go, go dance there, go dance there, you know, just as my dad would. And he came and danced with me and, you know, like I didn't want to do that. Like I'm, I was just shy and I didn't want to do those things. Or he would make me have conversations with people and, you know, in a, a very healthy way. He would push me out of my comfort zone to have me do the things. And I believe that is why now I, I don't have that timid sense around any, anybody. I, I, that does not exist within me. It, it would be very far pressed for me to find myself in a situation to where I didn't feel that I could still be myself and show up and add value or contribute to a conversation or um, exchange ideas and opinions with anybody. I don't care who they are. And I attribute all of that to my father, but I also understand that we don't all have that. And I think it's very important for us to understand that just like a lobster, we have to have ways to force ourselves into that next shell Otherwise, it's going to feel tight. You will feel the pressure. You will feel the stress of that shell just caving in on you. And if only we allow ourselves the opportunity to have that external element help to support us, that's how we grow. That's how we expand. That's how we get bigger. That's how we get wiser. And I think it's something that we all need. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor. Drop a review, subscribe down below, and as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.